There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't, Don't raise trade just, just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. A couple of days ago, Ado, we spoke of the Tigers and sort of their you know, off-season recruitment, and, and it was probably one of the best in the NRL. I would say it's rivaled by the team we're going to speak of today. That is the, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. A lot of, uh, lot of shifting parts. Big Gus Gould is um, you know, working that five-year plan to a, to a team. You know, I, I expect good things from the Doggies this year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, number one thing you can mention is probably um, the coach. It's it's a big signing, isn't it? Um, he, he's very highly renowned, coming from a very successful sort of background at the Panthers and and um, in his whole career as a coach. Um, so, and and not to mention a couple of years of recruiting a couple of bigger big names as well to come this year. As a doggies fan, I think you've probably you've got to be more excited than you've been for for a number of years. Yeah, you mentioned Cameron Serraldo, and uh, I guess the the naysayers will point towards Trent Barrett and his sort of uh, failures as a, as a head coach. Would you say that Cameron Serraldo is closer is going to be closer to Trent Barrett or closer to Ivan Cleary? I think closer to Ivan Cleary. See, the thing is, is that Baz he's had his issues before. Um, you know, he got all lauded as the great attacking coach there at Manly, but um, there wasn't. It's not like he was. You know. It, Everyone was saying the next big cab off the rank and all there is is great reports about him, Sorreldo. No one was really saying that about Trent Barrett. He just got that one, you know, it got it ever into everyone's head that he was such a great coach because of the attacking um, there. Was it or actually, was it at the Penrith Panthers? I don't know. Yeah. He was the attacking coach. Um, so, look, I, I don't think it's going to be the case with um, Sorreldo. You just, there's absolutely nothing that ever comes out of anyone's mouth that says he isn't an absolute um, champion. Uh, with a man manager, but also, you know, strategy for today's modern game. So I think he's going to be successful. Um, look, they've taken him on the big contract, and I really don't think it's going to be another Trent Barrett situation. I, I think he'll be the coach there for a while. He's got the best roster as well, I think, to get sort of some semi immediate success. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a long-term plan for for, for the Bulldogs and um, that's why I've got them in 12th this year. I, I just I don't think it's going to click um, straight away, but you know, if we when we do this podcast in 365 days, I could have them 5th, 6th. So, I think it's it's definitely a, a building platform. Uh, I've got them in 12th, but the the teams that we've spoken about, so I'd say from sort of 7th to 13th, you could just chuck a blanket yeah. you could chuck a blanket over them and and you could chop and change them in, in between. Yeah, I've got them in 12th. I think I saw your notes. You had Sorry, I've got them in 10th. I've read your notes. I've got them in 10th. You've got them in 12th. Yeah, you, I agree with you though. I think, um, and, and we have, we've had the Raiders. We've had the Tigers. I had the Tigers in 10th and you, and so we've got them both switched around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's from that 12th up to about 8th, I reckon it's going to be a real traffic jam. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see the Raiders finish 12th this year and, and the Bulldogs um, and the Tigers maybe to go above them or the other way around. They're going to be in the hunt, I reckon, for an eighth this year. I've got them 12th. The only concerns I've got over the um, dogs is in that spine, have they got a seven? Have they got a one? You know, um, the, the, and- the exact same problems as the Tigers. Really good nine, um, you know, really good six. Missing a one, missing a seven, question marks over the 13. Yeah, so look, um, those are the questions I've got. I mean, look, personally, um, I thought Jeremy Marshall King was getting better every year, and I think Reed Marnie's getting worse every year. So I don't know if that's an upgrade. Um, You know, that's probably just been a bit harsh. Um, But look, I- I've got them at, finishing in 12th just because they've been out of practice of finishing top eight. But it wouldn't surprise me if they if they jagged it. Now we do need to mention if people are listening to these podcasts, you know, back like if this is if you're listening to this in say February and you're listening to these in sort of chronological order, uh, between our last recording session and today, the Supercoach world has been hit with inflation. Um, so all the prices from the first four episodes, I guess, will be a little bit out of whack. Uh, but moving forward, yeah. So we've had a had a bit of a rise. The salary cap has also increased to uh, I think eleven point five. So up. What's that? Fifteen percent, if I can do my my math correct. So, uh, some some player prices today might not equate to you know what we've spoken about in previous days. But um, yeah, I guess what what are your initial thoughts with the with the, the moving prices? It hasn't changed much because everyone's gone up, you know, in percentage wise. But hey, if we play Supercoach in four or five years, you know, a million bucks could be the norm for for a gun. Yeah, well, that's right. So for this year, it's not going to make any difference. You'll have noticed that you still have the same roster that you picked when the prices were down because it's all relative. The prices went up according. You might have made you might have made a couple of hundred bucks. A couple of hundred bucks, yeah. So it's not going to make a difference to how we go this year. I don't think it's uh, you know going to affect their beads and stuff. But yeah, in a few years, um, with this as a starting point, yeah, that we could see the price. Yeah, what we think is a normal price. So when we're going through the prices of these guys today, you're like, what the hell? Viliami kicker, nearly 700k. Well, they've gone up. So, you know, it's relative to the to the rise that we've had. I guess some non-Bulldogs uh, news will get out of the way. Big Johnny Bateman also added to the game, 622k. Um, you know, that was 550 in the old price. So he's priced at a 59 average. Um, I'm sure Ado and I will we'll get into him when we do positions, but um, yeah, just a, a little bit of shake up between the last uh, recording and uh, and now. But let's get into into the doggies. Uh, I've got them in tenth. You've got them in twelfth. As as we've said, we both do agree on one uh, on one one thing that they have no standout guns. I guess you could say you and I were very tempted to put uh, Matt Burton in the in the gun category, but he's probably not quite there. He's not in the same echelon as, as like a monster. Um, to start with, but uh, yeah, no, no outright, I guess, guns to speak of. And we do have Viliami Kikau, both of us, in the bum category, six hundred and eighty-six k. You know, coming off a very, very potent Panthers side, he's probably going to have. He's going to line up on on that left hand side, so he'll have Matt Burton feeding him ball. Um, but I just, it's just a lot of money to pay moving to a new club when I'm sure he'll finish the year very well. But to start the year, a little bit of unknowns for me. Yeah, look, he's um, 65 average last year, being fed balls by, you know, um, Luai and Cleary, who are like the representative halves in a team that's a well-oiled machine. Um, look, it's probably a good thing that it's Burton and they've probably had a bit to do with each other in the past as well, which is, is a good thing. But it's, again, um, you know, going from that uh, premiership, winning team back-to-backs um, down to um, the dogs. 
I worry about whether he's going to be fed, you know, as slick as he's he's been fed in the past. He has been a sort of in and out of games type player traditionally, but he had a ripping year last year. Um, I think he wanted to go out on a high note with the um, Panthers, and he did do that. Um, I think that he's going to be a real benefit to Burton this year because Burton's going to sometimes Burton's going to get a try assist just because it was Viliami Kikau running onto the ball, you know. And in the past, that wouldn't have been a, a try assist at all because there's no try. Um, I was tempted to put Burton in a gun because that's where I think he's going to be this year. I think he's going to be in the top three, uh, five eights this year because of points. I think they're going to score a lot more points this year. The Dogs. Um, and I think that there's going to be some bigger targets out there um, in Kikau um, and, you know, hopefully a fit TPJ and RFM, some big bodies who run good lines. Um, I think that's going to benefit um, Burton. But, I mean, look, in the, if we're being serious, he's probably going to be a bounce back because we think he's going to do better than he did last year. But I think he'll be a 70, uh, close to 70, averaging uh, 5.8 this year. Kikau, on the other hand, I think will probably, if he was 65 last year, I think he'll probably be 60. I reckon as a conservative guess. Yeah, I reckon post-origin he could be pushing 65 once everything clicks. Um, but to start the year, I think he does come off slow. When you do mention Burton, I think Kikau could be a big um, winner there. I think a lot of teams will send double teams at, at Kikau in, in terms of like the center and, and the halfback like jamming in, which could definitely free up some space for, for Burton to, to put balls at the back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yep. Yep, definitely. And I mean, even in just in goals, like let's say he gets two more goals a game, you know, that's all going to help. Yeah, um, eight, eight points there. So uh, yeah, it'll definitely, um, definitely improve. And I do like that. Uh, we both are not a fan of Max King. 540K does have the jewel. I'm just not too sure how much, um, you know, progression Max King has. Max King isn't young. Um, you know, even though last year was his breakout year, uh, I think he's 25, 26, so he's not young. Um, and I just don't know at 540K, and we'll touch on him, but when you can get Luke Thompson at 512K, who definitely has more upside, I think Matt, Matt King is a, is a bit of a, you know, trap in all honesty. Yeah, I think so too, because the reason why he had a breakout year last year is because... We had issues with TPJ on the injury front. Um, we had Luke Thompson out for big parts of the year. The, you know, the, just adding those two back in, we didn't have RFM for a good part of the year as well. I mean, if these guys are just injected back in, he's probably the one that goes to the end of the pile, isn't he, for minutes. And and last year, one of the things that was good about him, we like, wow, Max King keeps getting the good minutes. You know, he's getting 40, 50 minutes. Um, and he absolutely was essential I think he was such a great player for him last year but um you know if Luke Thompson is in there um now and you've got um TPJ you've got RFM I just think that there's um you know there's probably a a jump backwards for him this year yeah I owned I think I owned two players from round ones to round 25 last year one of them was uh, Isaac Tago and the other one was uh Max King 
yeah, very, yeah. very good. Very, very good last year. And the duel is nice, but yeah, I just, I do think he is probably, um, the, the first player to, to have minutes come down now next year. And uh, I'd much rather take a flyer on Luke Thompson, who we'll touch on shortly. However, you've got one more person in your bum category and I've got the same person in my bounce back category. It's Reed Marnie, yeah. 575k. Now, the reason why I've got him in the bounce back category, and I'm probably reading way too much into this, but I just look at what Seraldo did with, you know, Abby Coruscant, you know, maybe I'm just put, trying to put two and two together where it's where you know the connection is not there, and we're building narratives in the preseason. That's what uh, the preseason's all about. But like, surely it doesn't get any worse for Reed Marnie, does it? Well, I mean, well, what what have we seen? <laughs> you know, what have we seen from him that th- makes us think that he's he's going to be better? I mean, oh yeah, maybe the coach, but Brad Arthur got the old. Uh, Parramatta Eels to grand final last year. And, you know, Reed got himself up near representative duty, you know, at those Parramatta Eels. And look, they've had a great roster as well. Um, I don't actually, you know, I think he's a little overrated. Is that a big statement? Sorry, doggy. Oh, oh, yeah. Look, he's a bit injury prone too, because he you, does go It's hard funny. It's I- funny. It's funny. If you said, like, if we recorded this podcast last year and we said, um, if, if we said that, uh, Jerry Marshall King is being upgraded to Reed Marnie. We would have said that's an absolute slam dunk no-brainer. Um, but, yeah, RFM played really... Uh, RFM. Uh, Jerry Marshall King played really, really good last year, and, and Reed obviously had a, had a slow year, and, and now the move looks a little bit questionable. I've still got faith in Reed. Um, I'm, not, I'm not expecting him to be a world beater. I don't expect him to compete with Cook, uh, Robson, and Grant. But, yeah, I think he could probably pushback and being the, the fourth best hooker. I don't see him presenting a whole lot of super coach value at 574k when you can be cheaper and get cheese or go a little bit more expensive and get Robson. Uh, but I do expect, uh, you know, an, an average bounce back uh, from, from Marnie, or maybe a two or three point upgrade. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I look, what did he average last year? I, th- I think, um, you know, he's, he's got to be you can go one or the other way. It will be a couple of points, I reckon. Oh, he's in a really he's in a really crap price point um, when you've got, like I said, Brandon Smith cheaper and Robson um, that little bit more expensive. But a guy that you and I both absolutely love this year, me probably more so than you uh, because he he is in my team at the moment, uh, as we saw with my team reveal. It's Luke Thompson, five hundred and twelve k dual front row forward to RF. Uh, expect him to line up in the front row pairing with uh, Max King. And the minutes wise, it's it's a it's this is probably the only question mark for me with minutes because there is a lot of lot of middles at the Bulldogs, uh, but we saw you know in his first stint before injury he averaged sixty six so he was exceptional. Yeah, that's it. I think um, when you look at the ones that are in the price points here, you know you could think of a Christian Welsh, but you know that he's coming back off a big injury. You know you like Lindsay Collins at his price point, but. You know, there's also a worry about how many minutes he's going to get. And also, he nearly knocks himself out every time he runs on the bloody field. So, um, if the head's right um, and he's here for the whole year and he's fully invested, I reckon Luke Thompson is... He he was brought over here because he was extremely talented. And I think we saw that when he was averaging those 60s. I think he's a value proposition in the front row being dual. And I really like him too. And if I'm being honest... He's, he's found his way to my team. Hey, we've got him. Um, yeah. in, in that similar price point, like you said, you're a Christian Welch uh, who, you know, we're both, well, I'm not sure your stance on him, but I'm not keen on Christian Welch at all this year. Um, you've got Corey Horsburgh, who we both mentioned, you know, if he gets to start, we're big fans of. 
uh, Lindsay Collins. Uh, you've even got guys uh, like Tom Gilbert um, in that same price point as well. So there is a, a lot of mouths to feed. And then obviously Daniel Saifidi, who you and I uh, pretty much sold on as a, as a set and forget in our, in our front row. So, um, yeah, no, no huge debate here. No huge downside for Thompson. Um, I wouldn't say huge upside, but I'll tell you someone who does have huge upside, TPJ. Mm, TPJ, he doesn't cost you much more at all to um, Luke only, Thompson. Only 2RF, though, this year. Uh, in previous years, was front row forward, uh, which was handy, uh, but does just have the, the single jewel this year, which not ideal, but, yeah, 525 for TPJ. Yeah, I mean, look, you've lost, um, you know, a captain there who played big, big minutes um, at the Dogs. Um, if TPJ stays fit, um, and he can control his um, – well, I like him to have aggression, but if he can not get suspended or injured, um, we'd love big minutes from him, wouldn't one, we? One thing to note as well, as you mentioned, Josh Jackson, but Paul Vaughan also off the Super League as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so there's got to be some minutes, I think, particularly in the second row. I think they've got a good rotation in the front row. We know that TPJ can go up there as well, but – um, you know, if he's if he's fit and he, he's if, if I see footage of them training and he's looking fit, um, you can do worse than have a punt on him because he's just got a super coach friendly game, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, he only needs forty forty five minutes. I remember, I think it was a game against uh, I don't know, it was a game for the Broncos. This was a couple of years ago, and TPJ only played forty one minutes that game. Scored eighty four points. No no attacking stats. No tries. Just all offloads. All tackle busts. He doesn't need much. No, he's, it's just the style of player he is. You know, he's got that arm free. He fends. Um, he's a tackle breaker. Um, he's one of those ones that we always feel scared to go because there's a number of things that can go wrong with him. He's like Hetherington. You know, you, you could get a, you get suspended for five weeks at any time or sent off. You know, Tavita's got that in his game. He can be a fiery thing. Um, and not to mention, he does, is it the hammies that he does? He's yeah. got some, um, he's got some injuries in him as well. So I, I look, I don't know if I'm going to go there this year. Um, I'm probably only going to spend up on one second rower. So I'm not going to spend, um, that high as a, for my second second rower. Um, and just realize that if you do go in, it's not without risk. Oh, he, he is, he is fame or famine. Like he, he could, he he has the most upside out of anyone in that price point. Um, no no two ways about it. Uh, Raymond Fitalna Mariner, 471k. Now, we haven't seen RFM at his best for sort of two years. Um, very lucky that he's even playing footy, to be honest. There were some reports that his rehab went shocking and he he faced uh, not being able to, to walk on his foot again. But yeah, very good to see him back. Uh, you would expect he slots into the vacant 2RF spot left by uh, Jackson with, you know, kick out taking one, obviously. Uh, talk to me about RFM because, you know, at his best, 2020 average 59, uh, 2018 average 58 um, in not many minutes. I mean, 2020 average 59 in 69 minutes. So he wasn't even, even an 80 minute player. Uh, but, you know, consistent career PPM between 0.8 and 1. Um, yeah, big, big upside for 471k. Yeah, that's the thing with him. We've, all of us, you know, who have been fans of RFM and who have wanted for him to, to be healthy enough to um, play consistent uh, first grade, uh, we've seen that he's got a bit of super coach, um, you know, ability about him. Uh, and look, he's at a good price, I think, if, if you feel like he's going to be healthy enough to lock down that edge spot in that team. Um, if he does, like if he runs out and he's there in the second row with kick out um, for round one, 
um, I think that he might just uh, lure a few people in who have always been big on RFM. Um, you know, he's he's so cheap, 471. Um, surely he's going to bounce back and do better this year if he stays yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at his you know stats here, and it's hard to read much into them because how underdone he probably was when he started to get consistent minutes at the back end of last year: 43, 38, 59, 41, 45, 57. Um, you know, with with a base of around 40. So if that's his floor, and he's priced at he's priced at um, you know 40, 45. If that's his floor, then you know his base his base is making up for the work. So definitely not uh, not against RFM, and, and definitely could find his way uh, into into my side. Just um, just on RFM though, like it's it's very good that that he's back playing um, because you know as we said there was huge huge concerns over over his fitness and and his ability to even come back. So um, just Jeff yeah, from a footy standpoint, great to see. Um, you've got Hayes Perham in the bounce back, as do I. I'm assuming mm. I'm assuming that's off the reports that he is training at fullback. Absolutely. Um, if he's going to be in the fullback, as some of those suggestions are, there's got to be value there. Um, look, and I've got I've got Avrilo there too as well. I mean, at that price point, whoever does jag the fullback spot, um, you think that they're probably. I feel like they're going to be a better attacking unit this year, and I think um, you know the fullback could, um, particularly at their price point. Have a nice bounce back. Whoever it happens to be that gets the uh, fullback spot. Ideally, we'd like it to be Perrin because he is centre wing availability, uh, and Avarillo is not. So, look, if Perrin gets it, it makes it easier for super coaches. We can chuck him in there. Um, but yeah, I did want to question your thoughts on having Avarillo in your bounce back. But it's just a case of you know whoever gets the 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 fullback spot. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I don't think I'm going to be going that cheap in the fullback spot. So, nope. um, look, he is a bounce back candidate i think at the price point i think last year he sort of was it mid-year that he or that he that he went to fullback? yeah yeah really turned it on when he did get that opportunity yeah so i mean i think if he starts at fullback um and he's at that price point i could see him making some fast cash because i thought he showed a bit i thought that it looks like that's his position to me um so not that i'd be taking a punt on him uh in the fullback position but i could see him making a couple of hundred thousand uh, or pair of whoever gets it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and also, look, we've we've mentioned him before, but Matt Burton just quickly, um, you know, really really like him. Uh, we've we've chatted on Dewey. Uh, I think I'm slightly in favour of Burton just with the you know stability of his position and and a, and a team on on the up. So uh, Matt Burton, 594k, you know, huge huge upside. We both like him there. Uh, in the cash cow section, uh, we've got our boy Franklin Pele. Shout out to Franklin Pele. Follows me on Instagram. I'll always I'll always plug that. Uh, Two hundred. What was that? Love it. Yeah, two hundred and sixteen k. Um, you know, best bet probably Jags seventeen jersey. Um, you know, hopeful for twenty five minutes off the bench. That would be you know ideal. Yeah, uh, he's cheap. Um, and he's one of those ones that if he jags a, a spot in the seventeen, there's not many other cheaper ones. I think. Um, so go for it. I and reckon. and the other case, look, we mentioned uh, Paramore or Avarillo. Whoever gets the fullback slot will be, you know, our bounce back candidate. Um, our cash cow will be, you know, Paul Alamotti or um, Skelton, uh, both centre wings, both bottom dollar. 
There is some talk that you know Avrilo will play in the centres with Paramount fullback, and that would have Braden Burns uh, in the other centre spot. But you know, there's huge wraps on Skelton, Paul Alamonte. Uh, out of the Bulldogs camp, reports are that he's a little bit green, um, so maybe Skelton's slightly more favoured there, but you know, huge shoes upside for both those guys. We saw uh, the emergence of, of Karaz last year, and you know these Bulldogs juniors in the back line, uh, they're coming through really well. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, look, th- here's the question, though. You know, would you go either of those two if they if they did, say, um, start with uh, Perham at fullback and Avarillo in the centre? Would you just hang on to one of those guys as the cheaper guys? Well, maybe later on in the year, or would you just take any old nah, see, bottom no, fighter that's, knowing, that's playing? Knowing my luck, I'll, I'll take Alan Malti, and it'll be Skelton that gets named in round five. And if I take Skelton, it'll be Alan Malti that gets named and you know, laid down the line. So uh, yeah. I think I'd probably give them both a miss, just in case, like in terms of what we're doing. Looks like we've already got a cheapie uh, in the Titans uh, at bottom dollar. So, you know, we've got one bottom dollar center wing spot there. Um, mm. If you if you're picking a Tyrell Sloan, then he's one of your bench spots taken up. So you've only got to fill it with one other cheapie. And look, I'm sure we'll get one, um, whether it be Zach Sini, Hayes Dunster, uh, or Sean Russell at Parramatta. One of those guys would surely take a, a center wing spot. So I'm not too sure if it's a position that I'm happy to to hold enough for the sake of it. Um, you know, you could always take uh, Tuare as well from the Dolphins, but. Yeah, I think Teamless Tuesday, and as as trials progress, will be interesting because that will give us an idea. But there is a few centre wing cheapies. Same with uh, 2RF. There's a few of those guys there as well. But that's the doggies. Um, yeah, really excited to see them this year. Head coach change, you know, spine shake up, you know, some good back rowers. Some, you know, TPJ was out of form last year, RFM back from injury. So it's a big shake up. Um, well, I just think it might take a year to click. But if you're a doggies mm. fan, you've got to be impressed, especially the last couple of years have been a little bit dire. Yeah, definitely. It looks a good outfit, I think, on paper. It's it's the best I've seen them look in it in a while. So, um, you know, this year could be a year that could really be a great year for you. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put a whole lot of expectation. Like, I wouldn't. If you can make the eight, I think that's that's probably the top end of Bulldogs fans' goals. Um, and yeah, yeah sure. any, anything worse than sort of fourteenth would be a bit of a bit of a disaster for, for mine. So definitely a building year, uh, but we will be back tomorrow. Uh, I think we have the Sharkies tomorrow. And um, yeah, there's some, some big names there headlined by you know one very, very wet-haired halfback. Oh, what gorgeous wet hair he's got. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.